0: Testazapod. Here we are, folks. We're talking Tournamente de Delicioso, the Design and I competition that was uh, available to patrons. This was a long time coming. It is incredible that we reached 100 patrons and we exceeded 100 patrons. And I got to tell you, this tournament was probably the most interesting thing we've ever done. And I think it was a success. Um... I will say it did not land where I thought it would land, not at all. I was actually pretty surprised with each bracket and the winners of each bracket and, and what you guys chose. I, I was rooting for certain things. Um, there were definitely certain things that would have made my life easier production-wise, and none of that happened. You guys actually chose arguably the most difficult path, um, but as we stand today, um, I think it was fantastic. And I think we... I never would have thought to do a Vice Knight in the Hyper Knight body. I think that was a fantastic sort of pick by you guys. And it really made me be creative on the fly to pull together a design, to give you guys some concepts. Um, I just assumed... I guess that we would do like a classic night. I think that's what I, I sort of thought would be the thing to come down the pike. And I thought that um, that would give me enough time to sort of design stuff and uh, go a bit slower paced. Um, So as of today, I'm actually scrambling to make a mechanical drawing for this vice night, pick the Pantone colors, because I have to get it to the factory Uh, by their morning. I have to lock in the order. This is the third time I'm revising the order. And uh, I'm actually scrambling to kind of submit it. And hopefully they accept it. They, they should be able to accept it. But, you know, um, my fear is it's going to push back our production window. And um, you guys are really learning firsthand how incredibly restrictive the toy design process actually is. Um, it really... If you run your business like I do, which is delivery date first right? My entire philosophy is that we ship on time or we ship early. I've fallen short of that a couple times, but generally I don't like taking money. I don't like planning styles. I don't like purchasing goods from China if I don't know what the end date is. And so I start there and I work my business to fit that. Um, As we've seen, especially on Kickstarter, especially with a lot of pre-orders that have been going on lately, there is no end date in mind. Uh, People are taking your money, and they are, you know, basically telling you you'll get it when you get it. And that's not my business model. So the ship date is crucial. It is everything to how I run this business. And you guys picked HyperNight, which is finalizing its production right now, which means it's going to start rolling into the painting stage of things which means we literally have a few hours to spare if we want to get this guy in on this production timeline. Now, the options are I rush, I pull this together, I get them the design, hopefully they approve it, and, you know, they start making these. Um, The other option is I wait. Uh, I could have extended the voting windows. I could have, you know, taken more time with it. But the reality is that would give us a figure that would probably be here towards the end of the year, maybe even in December, um, because there's a lot of other production I have to do right away as soon as Hypernight is done. And then he has to wait for his cycle to sort of come back around and for the production line to open back up. So it's really quite crucial that this figure get in place today. Um, And that also really limits a lot of the suggestions you guys have given. Now, you've had great ideas, you know, uh, people want to see a palm tree, they want to see the normal vice eye deco, they want to see exclusive accessories or a different head. All great ideas, but not ideas that we can actually take advantage of because of this production timeline. And I think that that is a lesson, you know, that's at the core of Making toys, I think people think when you do your own toy line or you get to a certain level where you can sell product easily and you get to create your own designs, that the sky's the limit and you can sort of do what you want. It's almost the opposite. You, you are, you know, if you get to the level of Knights of the Slice, you are still very much under the parameters and the restrictions. Of the nature of production Um, so you know I think uh, like tempo printing the eyes this is a great example of something that seems like a no-brainer seems very easy to do and um, obviously you guys love to have that and I'd love to have that too the reality is this is a different facility so and this is a different school a different sculpt and a different tool than the classic Knight of the slice head so The film that we use on the previous Vice Knight designs, those can't be used on this head. They have to be redone. So somebody's gotta go and they gotta measure, they gotta produce film, they have to set up a tampo machine, they have to test it, they have to convert the file. All that adds cost, you know? It's probably, I don't know, maybe a grand uh, in additional fees. And that's gonna stretch out the time it, it takes to make these figures so that pushes out the ship date um and then it's got to be tested you know tampo printing is not always exact sometimes you got to do a couple rounds to get it right and uh so something a, a small detail that seems like it would be very easy to incorporate actually ends up being this vastly complex thing that kind of has a ripple effect with the rest of the production and um You know it's uh it's kind of like a butterfly effect you know and simple things like an additional accessory or hey couldn't we use the sword from the accessory pack all those little tiny details they endlessly complicate uh something that is a very tenuous uh process as it is so i think you guys might find that interesting that it's sort of it's a lot more restrictive of an atmosphere than I think it, it may appear to be from the outside. So that being said, you know, that's kind of where I am today and what I'm working on. But I did want to go through this tournament because I, I had so much fun doing it. And I couldn't wait to wake up in the morning and see how you guys had voted and to draft the next post and the next update. Uh, I'm very excited to get to 250 patrons because I think doing a team theme would really be a lot of fun. And I want to see that happen uh, sooner than later. And thank you guys for you know helping us get through the first milestone. OK, so starting at the beginning, we had Classic Knight versus Vector Jump. I actually thought Vector Jump was going to win. Someone pointed out that you know a Vector Jump is essentially a Classic Knight. You just add an ABS armor pack. And I thought that was really astute. I hadn't thought of that when I sort of did these brackets. Um, but Classic Knight one, and I think that's a, that's a good choice. Um, it's also worth noting, the pairing is largely chronological. I know some people had questions about why certain styles were facing against other styles. I basically did, I did it chronologically, so we have Classic Knight, Vector Jump, Rift Killer, Old Knight, Desert Rat, and then Hyper Knight and Device Ninja I switched positions with because Hyper Knight is not done with with production. And the wild card or what would have been probably Cyber Mama, she's not done with production either. So I didn't want to have two figures with no production finalization squaring off against each other. Because that's just not, you know, if something goes wrong on both projects, it's gonna be really painful. So I split them up like that, which I think probably put Desert Rat added at a huge disadvantage against a brand new figure like Device Ninja. And it's not a surprise that he lost so handedly. Um, but I think it's okay. I think it's for the best. Um, hopping back to the bracket before that, Rift Killer versus Old Knight. This was a tough one. Um, I think... Boy, either one would have been really good. I, I, in fairness, I didn't have a lot of styles in my mind that i hoped or thought it would be or prepared for for sort of the final voting a lot of this i came up with on the fly but um i think riff killers you know a a fine choice i think that was kind of a highly contested bracket and that was interesting to see and i always love hearing your reasons for picking one or the other um, then we move on to hyper knight versus Deseret. It it makes sense here what happened it's not that surprising. Um, people don't have Knight yet, so they want him. And even though there's gonna be a lot of HyperNight product coming out in the near future, I understand wanting to sort of be a part of that process and, and design one early. And um, like I said, ultimately, I'm very happy with how this turned out. It was completely surprising, but I love this Vice Knight. I can't wait to see a, a sample of this. Um, final bracket, this did not go the way I thought it would. You know, Device Ninja versus the Card. You guys really have a lot of faith in, you know, Knights of the Slice delivering something cool and surprising, and I appreciate that. And I think that this was a referendum on that. Um, So Device Ninja fell, Wildcard advanced, and then Hyper Knight won that series to face off against Classic Knight. Uh, I thought it was going to be Classic Knight. I really did. I thought that the, you know... There's not a ton of classic knights that are in circulation. I feel like there's a ton more styles we needed to do in classic knights. I thought I actually imagined that micros might come into play if classic knight won. I thought that that would be a style people might vote for. Um, I really did not. I did not see hyper knight winning. I thought there was too much, too many question marks about where and when and and the finalization of that figure, but you guys disagreed. And I think that's that's part of the uh, the beauty and the surprise of all this. Um, now, I got to just look at uh, my posts here because I want to make sure chronologically I am uh, following this up. But after we did, after Design and Night was crowned, we did the base plastic color. So this is another example of the, the very real restrictions of production that most people don't see. Uh, so when you're about to head into production, the factory has to order the raw plastic materials. Changing things at the last minute is very problematic. Your prices go are, get better the more you order and the longer ahead of time you order, and raw materials are part of that. So it was very crucial to um, order alongside what plastics I already knew were incoming or would sort of be used in the near future. So that gave us a a semi-unorthodox sort of color selection, but ultimately base colors that hadn't been done previously. You could argue we've done gray before, but not this shade and not in such a a big, um, you know, with not such frequency. Um, Also, interesting to note, the aquamarine color, as listed here, 2348, that's a Pantone color code, that's actually the incorrect number. uh, For those Pantone railheads out there, the the correct color is 2225C. Um, It's the same tone and shade, so that doesn't really change anything, it's just a clerical error that I have to go back to the factory and fix alongside uh, submitting this design. So if we look at the uh, the votes on the colors, dark red took an early lead, and I was super excited because I thought of a million variants that we could have done with dark red, and uh, I I started drawing all these these cool designs of different dark red hypernights and uh, thinking about the complementary colors and things like that, and oh this this could kind of work as a death homage or you know. A continuation of that um, but I also kind of felt like before I launched the poll I actually thought clear or transparent color would win handily I thought that everybody likes clear colored figures I thought that that would also probably lead us down the micros pipeline which is not something I sort of you know thought of for hyper night um, you know if I do that it's gonna be sometime in the future and uh, to my surprise, and to what I think is pretty much everybody's surprise, uh, Aquamarine one. And it's interesting because it's not a color we've really done before. Um, it is a really nice hue. And um, I, was, <laughs> I was shocked. And I didn't actually know what to do. I didn't know how to get to the next step. Because I was stunned. I thought... First of all, I thought Classic Knight was going to win, which it ended up being 42% to 58%, you know, pretty good favor towards uh, Hyper Knight. And then to to be to to land on Aquamarine, which is an unconventional choice, but a very nice base color uh, you know, for production. I I was completely lost. So, I went outside, I sat down, I brought all... I left my phone and my computer inside, I brought all my markers outside, two different size sketchbooks, and I just went to work and I, I just was throwing stuff down on the paper. And I came up with what I thought were three strong designs and then one design that I didn't really like but I thought maybe might speak to some people. And so, moving into factions, we had... Um, the Homage Faction, which was a love letter to Marsala from ExoSquad. I will probably do a podcast on ExoSquad soon. I love that line. It's very near and dear to me. I don't like to do a lot of homages, although there have been quite a few this year. Um, but ExoSquad is something I've always wanted to kind of dip a toe in, you know, kind of dip my hat to. And um, I thought we finally had a body that kind of worked well for that. Uh, but it was not to be. This was not going to be Marsala's time. And in in fairness, it's a it's kind of a weird color pattern. <laughs> Brown and purple and aquamarine. But I still like it. Um, and then uh, the Sub-City Faction, I actually really like this one. I had hoped this one would have won. Um, this is basically following a great aqua style toy color scheme you know i think of like wetsuit from gi joe also the dr octopus water world water wars spider-man kind of has this similar color pattern just your classic hot orange aquamarine and black with a little bit of gray highlights i thought that would be it um then we have the death faction which admittedly i just kind of threw together you know red and, and black those are death's colors Aquamarine base looks a little Christmassy. It it actually kind of strains the eyes to look at it Um, I didn't think anyone would really like that and you know I admit it was a little bit of a throwaway, but I wanted to put it out there Because I know death is popular Um, and you know he kind of He tanked out at about 5% so that makes sense Uh, and then the vice faction was the last one I did and I really was not thinking much of it. I thought it would probably go to the homage faction or subsidy. And then Vice won. And and again, my thinking was totally, uh, you know, upset. Uh, and that's the beauty of this process, that I, I couldn't see it coming. Uh, so we got Vice. And I think it looks really awesome. I was I was originally kind of... Uh, you know, shook and I didn't know what I was going to design for these things but I think we landed on what it needed to be I really do Um, and then to close out the the campaign of course we have this sort of philosophical final question and I've really appreciated everybody chiming in and giving their sort of view of it it's been really educational Uh, from where I sit I, I actually understand both sides of the argument perfectly so the question is, do we keep the design and night figure just for patrons, which will likely be just you guys that are here now at this this frame of time, you know? Um, you know, people that are sort of here in July and maybe August. Um, or do we get it to you guys first and then open it up to all the Squires of the Slice? And as of right now, we got 13 hours left. It's actually pretty close. It could go either way. You know, you can either vote no, it's for patrons only, or yes, it's for all Squires to enjoy. Right now, no is sitting at 52%. Yes is sitting at 48%. Um, So that's, you know, statistically a tie. So it's going to be interesting to see tomorrow morning when I wake up how we've gone on this. Um, I I really liked everybody's view on this. I I think that... um, I perfectly understand both sides of the argument and I, I understand the sentiment behind one wanting to, you know, we did this thing together, we chose together, but let's let's open it up to the bigger world. And I also understand, no, like, it, as I think Adam pointed out, a very good comment, that it would have cost somebody a dollar to participate. And if they, they weren't motivated to spend a dollar to participate in this contest or this tournament, uh, then, you know, that's on them. And I understand that too. I think that's, you know, that's a pretty strong and compelling point. Uh, I also had a, a really fun time drawing this, uh, quick little sketch of Vice Knight in Miami Bay with his his gun under the water and his hand sinking into the sand and he's sort of beaten and, and smoldering and has clearly just gotten done with a huge battle, um, yeah, it's just a piece I'm proud of, and I like it. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where you guys land on that. Um, I I don't know what the costs are. So, in terms of what happens from here, I will figure out the pricing. I will figure out when it arrives and everything else. And um, I don't know how it's going to be offered to you guys. I guess, like, one option is it goes out free to... Twenty-five dollar people, and then five and one dollar people can purchase, or everybody has to purchase. uh, But you know, maybe it's super cheap compared to other nights. Um, There's not there's not a scenario where I'm sending this figure to everybody for free. Uh, I already have scheduled for the rest of the year, as I mentioned in a comment, um, all of the gifts that are coming out for the next couple months, uh, for the rest of the year, in fact. And so I. While Patreon may seem like, uh, you know, a non-business entity, it is a it is a business. So there is a strict income every month, and I know what that is, and I have to spend X amount of dollars to fulfill gifts for all the patrons. So there is a there's a very precise cost model that I use every month, and I have to adhere to that. So if I was going to send these for free, I would have to not send a gift that month in order to avoid losing money for that month on Patreon. Uh, and that could get complicated between letting people decide whether to get the traditional patron gift or get this figure. Um, the shipping would then become much more complicated and you can see how the headaches sort of multiply. So, I, what I'm leaning towards now is that it's going to be made available to purchase. Um, it will likely be under what the market value for this figure will be. Um, Timing-wise, I think there's a little bit of a chance that this could be the first Hyper Knight that makes it out there. I don't want to commit to that yet because, obviously, there's so many details we have yet to finalize. But I think that's a real possibility. Um, So you guys will stay tuned, and I'll give you information when we have this up for sale. Uh, I'm not... Regardless of if you want other squires to enjoy it or not, uh, I'm not going to order a ton of inventory of this figure. It's going to be pretty close to exactly the amount I need, um, so I don't think this is going. You know, there there should be some some special chase to it uh, in that respect. It's not going to be. A figure like royal device you know that's intended to be a figure that's in the store for a long time that people can can get pretty easily I, I don't stop my intention for this figure I think it's gonna be fairly limited even if you guys do vote and decide to uh, open it up to a bigger audience um, so that's kind of where we are I, I I'm thrilled with this I know people's feelings got ruffled their picks didn't win uh, my picks didn't win, if that makes anybody feel better. Um, but I think that this is a really cool figure. I think that, um, you know, there was a, there's alternate scenarios too where uh, if it wasn't Hyper Knight, I think maybe we could have done other categories of selection like uh, choosing his name or, you know, collectively doing a backstory. But because it's Vice, it's like, well, we know what his name is. The character's already established, and, you know, it kind of... It's fitting to just kind of rest and, and you know, have it fit into the, uh, the greater mythos. Um, but this is cool, and I'm excited and energized for it, and I'm looking forward to getting this to you guys. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, just because your design didn't win doesn't mean it won't be made and I'm not gonna promise anything beyond that but there is no reason that a good design couldn't resurface later on and I think you got to uh, you got to keep that in mind and be good sports um, so again I uh, you have my humblest thanks I think this was a really fantastic fun thing to do uh, I also have to give away a night test shot pretty soon. I'm getting close to announcing that. Uh it's probably just going to be for patrons only. So you can you can uh, stay tuned and look forward to that. And uh other than that, man, I think that's it. This was a lot of fun. I look forward to doing the next one. If you guys are inclined, spread the word about the Patreon. Um I've scaled back as I've said my Instagram and my Facebook. I deleted my personal Facebook. I just don't want anything to do with these platforms anymore. And I'm much happier focusing my energy on you guys. It's much more rewarding. Um, Toy Pizza will still sort of function under Nikki's direction on Instagram and Facebook. But, um, you know, I think that my largely my expression on social media is going to be through this patron. Uh, we should have a Discord coming soon. I'm sort of still learning about that and and figuring out what needs to happen Um, but that will be fun I think and uh, I sort of passively participate in a couple other discords as I'm trying to learn what the platform is and, and how it works and it is it's definitely far superior to something like Facebook or Instagram because we can organize these discussions and they can be referenced quite easily so you know if a style is, you know, if a prototype picture comes up, you'll be able to go back when you get the final and go see the evolution of the figure. And right now, that's not so easy to do on Patreon. It's not, it's impossible to do on Facebook and um, not so easy to do on Instagram. So the archive ability for these conversations and group discussions is, is pretty interesting. And I look forward to that. Um, so I leave you guys with that. The only thing left to say is pizza out.